painting to photography, from beadwork to woodworking. KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University presents Artbeat. Artbeat highlights the work and accomplishments of local artists from in and around Winona. Support for Artbeat is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Set the spotlight and grab some snacks, Winona, because Theater New Mississippi is coming to the stage to showcase three sneak peek shows at the No Name Bar. Founded in 97 and incorporated in 98, Theater New Mississippi has been committed to high-quality shows and entertaining the community of Winona and beyond. Today on Artbeat, we talk to some of the community members, the board, and showcase their sneak peek from the no-name bar. So sit back and get your acting on as we pull back the curtain with Theater New Mississippi, today on Artbeat. Thank you all so much for coming. I would like to point out that Sarah is right over here. Sarah, listen to my voice. Uh, Sarah is able to help you with donations and also has a sign up for our email list and a variety of other things. Uh, so we are here today because we want to share with you what we are doing this season. But before we do that, I'd like to just talk a little bit about where TDM has been. And some of you are going to know a lot more than I do about this. So, uh, first of all, can we have board member, current board members raise your hand? So here are all of our board members. Thank you all so much for being here. And we did, we did bring food for you, so please come up and eat some food. Um, and then I just wanted to know how many people are here that are past board members? Wonderful. I'm going to talk to you later. Uh, so part of what I really want to do today is kind of figure out a little bit more of our history. So I was involved in TDM in 2012 until 2016. And I know that at some point we got removed from the Masonic to have, you know, remodels. And since then we have been looking for different locations to have our shows. And that's difficult. Um, so just a little bit about this last season. We had three different locations for our audition or for our rehearsals. So we had to have different locations to rehearse in that we performed in. And I just want to give a shout out to the Masonic Lodge, the apartment complex. What is it called? Washington Crossing. Washington Crossing Apartment Complex. I don't know if anyone here has uh, rehearsed in a apartment building complex hallway. It is difficult. Uh, you can't project at all, so you're basically whispering until you get into your actual actual location. And then we also had a downtown location that we rehearsed in for a little bit. We had four different shows last last season, and we had four different locations for our performances, and the number of times we had to move our set was 35. It was fun. Uh, and then, looking back still, we had 301 audience members that were all different, and we had 29 cast members and 19 crew people, so that's exciting. And then looking forward, our playwriting competition, we had 57 people submit work. And we have some of them here today. 
Uh, and then out of all the, we had 72 plays submitted. So that's really exciting. Kara will tell you more about that. So thank you all for coming. And I will introduce Kathy now. She is our playwright for this first show that's coming up. Uh, so I'll just uh, catch your name and your role in this whole event. Yeah, my name's Kara Eggers, and I'm the board president. How long have you been the board president? Uh, since February or March, I think. So I, so I guess the biggest question is, uh, so the website tells that there are going to be three showings. Which one are you uh, most excited for? Um, well, I'm excited for all of them. Uh, we will be doing a skit from one of the shows, uh, but all of the other things are just going to be hearing from the people who are most involved with that topic. Yeah. All right. And were you part of this? Were you part of this community um, last few seasons? So I have been I've been involved in past years in like 2012 through 2016, and then I stopped being involved for a while, and then I started a master's program in theater and decided to get back involved. All right, all right. Um, so if you're if you're able to, are you able to, to like give us a, a brief synopsis on each of the shows we'll be seeing tonight? Um, so the playwright for Return Engagement is going to talk a lot about how she came up with this show and kind of walk us through what it's all about and the whole process behind, read, behind writing a show. And then I'm going to talk about two, nope, uh, sometimes there's wine and we'll see a short skit for that. And then our other, another board member is going to be talking about the playwriting competition and what all goes into that and how much time it takes. And then the last thing we're going to be doing is the person who's directing the May show is going to present three different shows that we have uh, as options for our May show. And then everyone's going to be able to vote on those shows. And they, and they just all, all vote how... Yeah, so we have little tip jars that have the synopsis on each one of them, and they can donate money, or they can write a little note or something just to voice that they're interested in that show being done. And we also have a little area for people to write down different shows that they're also inter interested in us doing. Sweet. And, uh, and for the sake of everyone else who's probably listening to this, where could we find more information about Lil... About more events such as this? Yeah, so our Facebook page, Instagram page, and website are going to all have that information on it. And our website is theaterdomiss.org. Um, I'm Kathy Peterson. Kathy Peterson is my writing, my writing name. Um, I am super thrilled that Kim is kicking off its 25th year with my original play because I have been involved with TDM since either 2002 or 2003. We met Will and Maggie at one of their events and we got talking and we met Lynn Magaville and Ken McCullough. We just started volunteering because we loved what they were doing. And we both became board members, my husband and I, um, at different times. Our daughter, I think, actually knew Maggie before we did. 
Yes, she also did some tech for some of the TDM stuff. Um, and uh, this is actually my second uh, full production with TDM of a play that I wrote, because I did a, a play of mine, I think 2014, called Blue Lake Blues. Um, but this play is, um, it's called Return Engagement, and it started as a one-act, which TDM actually did for one of their one-act competitions. I don't know. I don't know from years and time. Maybe 2014 or 15. Um, about a New York actor, stage actor, who is um, having to move back to his tiny, tiny hometown in Minnesota because he's developed multiple sclerosis. And he's, he's gay. He never felt welcome in his hometown. And the thought of going back to be helped by family that he has distanced himself from for 40 years is terrifying. So he is Richard. Richard is the main character. Um, Great River Shakespeare Festival uh, um, actor Michael Fitzpatrick is coming to play Richard for this production. Michael's become a really close friend over the years. And I have to confess that when I took the one act and started to develop it throughout the years, Michael was kind of my model for the character of, of Richard. Um, and the, Richard would leave me alone. If, if you're a writer, you kind of know that if there are characters in your head and you think you're done with them, and sometimes they don't think that you're done with them, and they kind of keep coming into your brain. So that's why the one act has become a full-fledged um, play with Richard as the protagonist. Um, it deals with, of course, um, things like chronic illness and the family dynamics that change when a member of your family has a chronic illness. Um, it also deals with the challenges of, of caregiving, um, just the family history, um, entering back into relationships that you haven't had since you were, you were a teenager and now you're in your 60s. Um, there's a lot of humor in it. Um, the cast has also cried multiple times while they've been in rehearsal, which as a writer is really manipulative and wonderful. Um, that brought these terrific, terrific cast members to tears several times. There's also a lot of humor in it. I don't want to make it sound like it's a big soap opera because it definitely is not. Um, and a lot of adult language. A lot, a lot of adult language. So just. Safety, safety warning there. Um, the dates, of course, are September 29, 30, October 1st, October 6, 7, and 8. It will be at the gorgeous Valencia Center. I am really thrilled about having it in that in that venue. Um, so come and tell your friends, because it's going to be um, really fun. And I'm really honored to be part of the 20th anniversary season. So So I'll just quick grab your name and your role in this and this whole production. Uh, so my name is Ray Peter, and I'm performing a scene from one of our shows that we'll be doing in the fall. And how long have you been involved in the Theater du Mississippi? Um, I did my first production with them back in 2018, and then I kind of dropped off during COVID, and then I've been more involved in the last year and a half. And uh, what's been your favorite moment in... Um, your whole experience involved in this community? 
Um, well, when we did um, Two Sugars Room for Cream last spring, we had most of our tech week taken away from a giant blizzard, so we couldn't uh, rehearse how we normally would. But um, I think we did a really good job with just having one actual big full rehearsal before the show, just kind of pulling it all together, and everybody was there, and the cast was really well-connected and working really well together and just having a good time, and it went really well. Yeah. And so what... Out of all the three of out of all three of the shows that we're that we're going to be seeing tonight, which one's your personal favorite? Um, well, my personal favorite is sometimes there's wine. It is a um, continuation of the Two Sugars Room for Cream that I just talked about that we did last spring, and I think that's my favorite because that's the one I'm performing in tonight. So I know it the best. Sweet, sweet. Um, any any last plugs or? words to tell the audience? Yeah, so for Sometimes There's Wine, we actually have auditions coming up for that um, at the end of September over at Curiosity House, and they'll be announcing the time for auditions. But if people want to come and audition, it's a really great show about women and non-binary people and their experience, and each scene has wine in it. So, yeah. And if people wanted to um, show up or apply for auditions, where can they find it? Um, they can find that on the Theater Do Mississippi website, um, and then also on our Instagram page. There will be posts. Hello, it's been brought to my attention. I did not introduce myself. <laughs> uh, my name is Kara Eggers, and I am the board president currently of Theater Do Mississippi. I don't like acting, but here I am. Um, so, I also wanted to just, now that Kathy has mentioned where we're having our first show, we actually fortunately have been able to sign a lease with the Minnesota Conservatory of the Arts uh, at Valencia Arts Center to have all of our shows there and also have our office building there which has been amazing so we will be able to be rehearsing where we are performing now so I'm very excited <laughs> we will be cutting down how often we have to move the set by a lot <laughs> So, the next show I want to talk about is Sometimes There's Wine, which is the second in a trilogy of a show that we did last year, Two Sugars, Room for Cream. This play is by Shannon Custer and Carolyn Poole, and they wrote the show together for them to perform in. It required them to perform multiple characters throughout the show. We're excited to be working with them and their script again, and their excitement for us to be able to cast multiple people in it is really exciting for us. The show comprises vignettes, which are short scenes that typically involve two performers. The, the premise of the show is to showcase the relationship between women and non-binary individuals, their struggles, their joys, and overall creating spaces to actually see and hear from these types of characters. Auditions for the show will be Sunday, September 24th from 3 to 5 p.m. and Tuesday, September 26th from 5 to 7 p.m. And these will be at Curiosity House over on Broadway. Nope. <laughs> I didn't write that part down. Okay. Uh, the performances will be Friday to, Friday to Sunday, November 3rd, 4th and 5th, and 10th, 11th and 12th. And now we're going to showcase one of the scenes for you. Yeah. All right. So first off, I'll just grab your name and your role in this whole event. Okay. 
Well, my name is Lynn Nancaville, and I am a longtime member of Theater to Mississippi. In fact, I'm, I was actually a founding member way back 20, however many years ago, when Maggie Jockman and Will Kitchen founded the theater group. What's been one of your most favorite moments in your and with, within your time? Oh, as far as theater to Mississippi, well, I guess my favorite moments. <laughs> <laughs> is when they did a number of my plays. Really? Yeah, they did probably eight or ten of them. So. Awesome. Yeah, I and thought so. <laughs> so which of the three showings are you most anticipating? I don't know yet. I, I know Kathy Peterson very well, and I've followed her a writing of the script that she's produced that she's going to do for TDM. Um, and so I guess right now, because of familiarity and knowing... Kathy's an excellent playwright. I'm pretty uh, interested in that. Uh, any comments that you'd like to add for, our, for the audience? Uh, well, I guess it's amazing that any theater company lasts this long. And, you know, they or we have had our ups and downs. And, um, but mainly it's been a very uh, wonderful thing for the community and to involve a lot of people, writers, actors... Uh, people behind the scenes who are the, probably the most important people sometimes, like the stage manager, the lighting person, and that sort of thing. And I just hope that the, uh, the Theater to Mississippi continues on for many years to come. say sorry so much. Me too. I'm not sorry. I'm thankful that you were so understanding. Yes. Cheers to that. Wow. I'm sorry, but this is delicious. Yeah, it's gorgeous. I'm going to ask you to marry me or at least buy me a promise ring. <laughs> you look really pretty. Oh, whatever. I'm sorry. You're pretty. Uh, so, what are we eating? It's like an olive kebab sort of situation. Mm. Oh. Mm. Sorry, I cannot eat that. Mm -mm. Mm. So, the reason I'm late. Sorry, thought I was late. Are you sure I'm not late? No, you're never late. You're very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what was I saying? Uh, you're not saying sorry so much? Yes, right. And it's really difficult, which is kind of depressing when you think about it. It's like, what am I even apologizing for? Right? What are we apologizing for? For actually wanting the credit for all the ideas that we have? What happened? Why are we yelling? Why aren't we yelling? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm over it. I'm over it? I can see. I read this thing the other day that, like, women say sorry too much. Yeah, I sent you that article. You're welcome. Oh my god. I'm losing my mind. I'm so sorry. No, you're not. But it makes you think, doesn't it? Yes. Yesterday, I apologized to a lamp. 
for hitting it while I was gesturing. I didn't apologize for hitting it. I apologized to the lamp. I've apologized to that lamp before. Oh, hey, uh, can we get our check? Yeah, we, we have to be leaving soon. I'm so sorry. Thank you, I'm sorry. So sorry. <laughs> he was really sweet. He was really sweet. But he'd be a little bit more handsome if he smiled a little more. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, what happened? Sorry, what? Sorry, you said that something happened? Oh, right, yeah, sorry. No, I'm sorry that I didn't ask sooner. No, I I'm just, just sorry. No, you, you go, go. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, just, I'm just really gonna stop with that whole sorry thing. Yeah, me too. Cheers to that. Oh, sorry! <laughs> I'll just grab your name and your uh, whole role. Ken McCullough. Uh, I also started at the very beginning, and I think we basically met, you know, uh, through TDM and uh, at an audition. yeah, at an audition, and uh, eventually married. And so all of the plays that Lynn has mentioned, she always badgered me into taking a part in them, and uh, great writing, and challenging parts, and uh, I, I would second everything Lynn says, you know, that the idea of a, a theater continuing this long is, is, is a major accomplishment. So... Um, well, besides the bad, the badgering, what, uh, what, what's been your personal favorite part about this whole event? I guess seeing the, uh, seeing the plays happen, uh, seeing the, for one thing, the evolution of the scripts from, you know, basically nothing more than, than a vague idea to something very specific. Because Lynn is a, an excellent researcher and for example, uh, she wrote a couple of plays that were staged out at the Bunnell House and unearthed some information about the Bunnell family that the people, even the people at the Historical Society didn't know. Uh, and, and I guess participating in these plays was a, a, I've always been a kind of a, a ham, and uh, participating in these plays was was a, a great opportunity for me personally. Any final comments to add? No, nope. she said most of it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Okay, speaking of kebabs, we have a lot of food over in the corner that we would love for you to go and eat. It's just going to be a little bit here and there that I'm just going to randomly tell you. Um, so thank you for sitting through that. We hope you enjoyed it. And now I'm going to welcome Daryl up here to talk about our playwriting competition. Hello? Uh, I'm Daryl. I think I know everybody here, probably. 
Um, I have been involved with TVM since 2009, actually, uh, when I was first in a play that was written by Lynn Nankiville, who's sitting over here. And later on, I was stage manager, and then I was acting in a couple different plays that Margaret wrote. And done some other things. All right, uh, so I'm here to talk about our playwright contest. Um, one of the things that I have done over the years with TDM was uh, direct and act in some of the shorts that they've done in the past. I don't know if you've seen those or if you remember those. But years ago, they, they had a playwriting contest. And the winning scripts, the winners for that contest, were produced uh, not, not as a full play, but as a stage reading. So we had actors with scripts, and we did a little blocking and stuff, but because people were just reading the scripts. Uh, I directed a bunch of those, I acted in a bunch of those, um, and they were kind of fun. And once I got on the board for TDM uh, a year ago or so, uh, I, I thought about that, I remembered that, and I remembered how fun those were. Uh, and as a writer, um, I actually had a script that was in one of those, uh, was produced in one of those. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Michael. Um, um, but I really like the idea of playwriting. Uh, they're trying to promote playwriting and promote new plays. Um, and so I thought, let's try and revise that playwriting competition. But instead of doing stage readings, let's just do full-on productions. So that's what we're doing. <laughs> so uh, as Cara said, we've gotten 70, what is it? 72. Thank you. 72 uh, submissions from a number of writers, quite a few different writers. Uh, and we are slowly weeding our way through those. One of the things that um, Carl wanted us to be able to do tonight was to announce the winners to that, but that ain't happening. <laughs> uh, we, we have not read everything yet. Uh, we're still, still reading and, uh, and, and uh, evaluating. Uh, so I'm not sure exactly how it's going to play out. Uh, what we want to do is we want to uh, the, the scripts we got are one acts, they're short plays. Um, we wanted to do a number of them. My idea was to put together an hour and a half to two hours worth of theater out of that. So it could be four plays, it might be five, some of them are short, depends. Uh, we'll see what happens as it all, as it all plays out. Uh, a lot of things are, a lot of things in motion. A lot of moving parts. <laughs> Um, so, uh, we are evaluating those uh, once we get, um, we've got a bunch of different people are reading for us. Uh, once everything gets read at least twice, uh, we'll take a look at the top rated plays and we'll go through those and decide which ones we're going to actually produce, uh, figure out how many there are, and at that point we will look for directors, we will look for actors. Uh, I believe it is uh, February that we're looking at production. Yeah. Thank you. Nice. Um, so, if anybody's interested in doing that, um, it's, a, it's a smaller commitment than doing a full-length play. Um, rehearsals should be less, uh, it's less to memorize, shorter. Um, so anybody wants wants to act in that would be great. Come up to audition and we'll end up having notes. Uh, anybody who's interested in maybe directing, if you haven't directed before, it's a nice opportunity to start small. Let's uh, do that. Uh, I've got, like I said, there are probably four or five different plays. I think we've got two people 
people that we start directing. Um, and beyond that, I'm not sure, so we'll need to know. Uh, that is the essence of the playwriting competition. So after you after you come to return engagement, which is a really fantastic club, which I'm directing, by the way. Yes. <laughs> So I'll just have, uh, I'll start off by grabbing your name and your role in, all, in this whole showing. Yeah, uh, my name is Jonathan Roberts. I'm a recent board member. I just joined over the summer. Um, I hadn't done any theater since high school 20 years ago. And then I performed as Jack Manningham in Angel Street, our recent performance in May. Awesome, awesome. Uh, do you have any prior uh, involvement in theater do Mississippi? Uh, no, not explicitly. Uh, I've gone to some of their productions in the past, but honestly, man, dry spell for a while. Obviously, COVID kind of created a dry spell for a lot of folk. Um, but yeah, no, just kind of got re-bitten by the theater bug. That hits a lot of people. So, what? So, um, what inspired? What made you want to allow the theater bug to come back? Um. Two years of not really doing a whole lot, 2020 and 2022, obviously was kind of catalyst. I was honestly just looking for something to break myself out of routine cycle. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, I got hit up by somebody who was like, hey, we still need a male lead for this play. And I was like, all right, sweet, send me the script. And they did. And I was like, oh, it's a bad guy. Uh, generally, I think a lot of people think I'm a fairly nice guy. Uh, so it was quite a bit of a stretch, um, and yeah, holy cow. Uh, the third act was super intense, a little bit of domestic violence, me yelling a lot at poor Lacey, who played Bella Manningham. Uh, yeah, it was intense, like camping. So what are your thoughts on this uh, event so far? Uh, so far so good. I mean, a lot of good people around. Uh, I've met quite a few folk that have been involved in the theater uh, scene for a while that I didn't know. Um, other people who had some like past connections and different community stuff. Um, so yeah, it's been good. Really good meet and greet. Um, and I think it was good kind of expose on where we're going from here for this year. So what's your personal favorite? Who do you, which of the three plays do you want? to take the cake? Well, I think y'all should vote for The Games of Foot, a play within a play, a mystery inside of an enigma. Awesome. All right. Any, uh, any final comments to, for anyone else who may be listening? 
Yeah, hey, uh, community theater is accessible to everybody. Um, you know, uh, University's Gotta Go Theater Program, good stuff going down in Lanesboro. Theater in Mississippi is rocking in Winona for a long time. Uh, we just turned 25 this year. Uh, Shakespeare Festival, there's a lot of good outlets for theater in Winona. Um, and if you've never acted before or haven't acted in years like me, uh, it's fantastic. You can meet a lot of great people, have a really good time, um, learn something new, and get to be famous. Uh, my name is Michael Viola. I'm fortunate enough to be the vice president of the board currently. Um, I'm not going to keep you super long because I'm really hungry. <laughs> um, my first introduction to theater was in high school. I played Mayor Dogmeat in Little Abner and I became hooked. Um, fast forward about 25 years. I started with Fountain City, uh, doing plays there, um, and then with TDM. I did a few plays, COVID hit, uh, TDM started back up again, fortunately enough. Uh, I've been on the board for about a year, and uh, like I said, was just recently elected vice president. Um, which makes me question a few things because... <laughs> They're actually brave enough to let me make my directorial debut next May. Super, super excited about it. So, that being said, I have narrowed it down to three plays. They're all uh, murder mysteries, mysteries, which is why we're calling it Mayhem for May. Uh, so, I'm going to read you just a little bit about each. Sherlock Holmes and the Ice Palace Murders. I am like trembling. I told you I'm hungry. <laughs> Sherlock Holmes and the Ice Palace Murders. The year is 1896, and St. Paul's Winter Carnival is underway when Holmes and Watson are summoned for the grisly murder of a wealthy young man. Soon, Holmes and Watson and investigator Shadwell Rafferty are embroiled in a perilous adventure spanning the city and out into the treacherous ice of the Mississippi River as they trail a cruel and ruthless killer. The next one is called The Games of Foot. It is December 1936, and Broadway star William Gillette admired the world over for his leading role in the play Sherlock Holmes, has invited his fellow cast members to his Connecticut castle for a weekend of revenue. But, when one of the guests is stabbed to death, shocking, I know, <laughs> the festivities in this isolated house of tricks and mirrors quickly turn dangerous. And last, but certainly not least, Death Trap. Comfortably ensconced in his charming Connecticut home, Sidney Roll, a successful writer of Broadway thrillers, is struggling to overcome a dry spell which has resulted in a string of failures and a shortage of funds. A possible break in his fortune occurs when he receives a script from a student in the <laughs> seminar that he's been conducting in a nearby college, a thriller that Sidney recognizes immediately as a potential Broadway smash. Sidney's plan, advice with his wife's help, is to offer collaboration to the student for co-credit 
or is it? <laughs> so, you guys are here to help me choose which I'm going to correct. I have a character from each one of the plays milling around about when you try to talk to you about their play and talk you into their play. We also have, I believe at the bar, three jars. And, long story short, whichever one has the most money wins. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to turn it back over to Carl. Thank you. Hello again, it's me. Um, so, we are about to end our little uh, presentation portion for you. I want to remind you that we have three jars over there that you can vote which show you'd like to see. Uh, I'm just going to point out which board member is going to be talking about which show so that you can maybe go have a dialogue if you'd like to know more. We've got Sherlock Holmes and the Ice Palace with Cynthia over here. Will you raise it? Yeah. And then we've got Games of Foot by Jonathan. That's not who wrote it. <laughs> but he's going to be talking about it. And then Death Trap is going to be Daryl over there. He's the one that was talking about the playwriting competition. We also have a little basket with note cards in there. You can write a different show that you'd like us to think about in the future. We would love to hear ideas of other shows because we can only read so many plays as a board. So if all of our board members would raise our hand again, that would be great. Come and talk to us. We would love to just chat about what we're doing. And can I have the former board members raise their hand again? Because I'm coming for you. <laughs> Thank you all so very much. We appreciate you being here because the support that we need to make sure that these shows happen, like this is it. Um, so yeah, we hope to see you throughout all of our performances. A huge thanks to Theater Do Mississippi for joining us on today's episode of Artbeat. And don't forget, auditions for Sometimes There's Wine are at the Curious Tea on 5th Street here in Winona, Sunday, September 24th from 3 to 5 p.m. And Tuesday, September 26th from 5 to 7 p.m. Also, don't miss the performances of Return Engagement at the Valencia Arts Center starting Friday, September 29th at 7 p.m. Tickets are available at the Chapter 2 Bookstore, the No Name Bar, and online. Additional showtimes and more information can be found at theaterdomiss.org. I'm Dylan Alzate, and for more talk about arts or wonderful events around Winona and beyond, tune into Artbeat Tuesdays at 12.30 p.m. here on 89.5 KQAL, online at kqal.org, and on your smart speaker. Artbeat is written and produced by KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University. Visit us on the web at kqal.org.